Don't date these five types of men. In this video, you will discover which types of men to avoid so you don't no longer waste your time or give the wrong men the benefit of the doubt. So comment below this video if I'm ready, if you're ready to be done with the wrong type of men and wasting your time. Hi, I'm Antje Boyd, founder and creator of the Magnetize Your Man Method. And this is the channel where we magnetize your man so that the man that you desire loves and pursues you forever. Now, if you like this video, if you like what I wear, if you like my background or anything else, do me a favor, push that subscribe button, share it with all of your girlfriends, and of course, like it as well and leave me a comment. Also, if you wait and watch for a special bonus secret on a very unexpected type of men that you should avoid. So let's go and dive right into the five types of men that you should avoid. So number five is the look at me type. Now, the good news is this type is easily identifiable because when you walk into a room, he is going to be the life of a party. He's going to be like, he's going to drive the biggest car. He's going to have the biggest Rolex on his arm. He's going to have all the reasons why you should admire him. He's also going to talk a lot about himself on the first dates, right? Because he has accomplished so much in his life. So this man is, of course, more on an insecure st uh, scale because he needs all the outside approval. When you think about it, a man who says, like, look at me, right? It's like, okay, because inside of myself, I can't approve of myself. I'm not really congruent enough. I don't really, you know, I'm not really stable enough inside of myself as a man. I need all this outside, right? I need to wear... Uh, you know, McLaren socks. I don't even know if there are socks, you know, or Armani shoes or whatever. And I need to let you know that I am wearing that because I expect a certain reaction from you. Now, I really highly recommend running from this particular guy because he will not be able to really pay attention to you because in that moment, he will have to face his own sense of inferiority and insecurity. The only way how he's going to feel confident is when he gets attention, right? So does that make sense? So it's almost like a negative association when actually people focus on you or if he focuses um, on you. So like, leave me a comment below if you have come across this type and how you have navigated that. I'd love to hear. Number two, a little bit more straightforward, the inconsistent type. Now, this one is also relatively easy to identify because they lead on with you the always wanted, never expected miracle. I can't believe this is happening. I think I'm falling in love. And then, crickets. There's no actions that he's following up on. Or maybe he had a fantastic week with you, but then he just drops off the off. So that is an avoidant attachment style. And this is really wired into his nervous system. This is a working model that affects his way of bonding. So if you think, oh, he's going to change. 
I'm going to turn him around. Look, we had actually those kind of guys come to us and even with a lot of effort, having a really hard time to turning the boat around. The reason being is because a dismissive avoidant attachment style has experienced such a way of dismissive behavior from their parents that they said, you know what, it's actually safer to completely cut off the intimacy and closeness and hope that someone is actually going to respond to me. What that then means is the closer they get to intimacy, the harder it gets for them, the more uncomfortable it gets for them, and their unconscious will constantly will seek out ways to create space. Now, If you on the anxious attachment style scale, girlfriend, that is a recipe for disaster because you will become more anxious when he becomes avoidant. And as soon as you give him space, he'll become, he'll come closer again, which triggers then your hope factor again, right? You get your hopes up again that he is going to change and he is there for you and your little girl, it's, it's going to get so excited and essentially it's going to turn into a gamble, right? This is like, unfortunately, what's happening. And so gambling, of course, becomes addictive because it's an unpredictable pattern when you get the reward and when you don't get the reward. So like what I would recommend is just steer clear from this guy. Now, fear no more. We also have a free Facebook group. So if you haven't joined that already, lots of support and resources and trainings, and of course, also support from all the over 5,000 women that are part of the community. So join that mymfbgroup.com. Number three type that you should walk around is the Peter Pan syndrome type. Now, this is the particular guy that just doesn't want to grow up. He just wants to have a good time. So this guy is like all about adventure. It's so fun to be with him. He's inviting you to all kinds of different restaurants. Maybe he has this even a diet in his lifestyle. You know, I was dating this guy who definitely had his Peter Pan syndrome and he had his own sailboat and all the things. So yeah, so what the problem with that is, is They're not so much about commitment. They're not so much about responsibility or maturity or growing up or becoming a dad or anything like that, okay? They are all about the fun, the short-term pleasure. So what I see is then when women end up with a man who have the Peter Pan syndrome, the problem is that they then step into the masculine. They have to take charge. They have to lead. They have to hold the container. They have to plan and the man is just like hunky dory, enjoying his life, going on week long hikes, going to Burning Man, and uh, going to all those things, having a wonderful time, right? Why, while the woman, uh, you, sits at home and takes care of the kids, for example, right? Or works the butt off for the company or whatever the case may be, right? He's just going to be like hanging out with friends, wanting to go fishing, and just like, yeah, just like not being responsible. So this guy has not gone through the initiation, right? The initiation from the boy to the man, okay? And so a lot of tribes actually, right? A lot of cultures have an initiation process for men, okay? And what happens is, you know, this is also called the hero's journey. You can read up on that. And what happens is with the Peter Pan, they have 
this constant denial of the call. So they have the call that's coming, right? The call like to grow up, the call to commit, to call to grow a family, to, yeah, to really like be responsible, right? To evolve. That's another piece too. Peter Pan's actually regressing, right? Versus actually, and you see that a lot on Instagram, for example, versus actually progressing, growing, evolving, becoming a leader, leaving a legacy. Now, this is going to lead to a lot of condescension on your part, a lot of resentment. It's just not going to end up well, girlfriend, and you're just not going to be happy. So, If you have come across a Peter Pan, let me know in the comments. I'd love to know how in the world did you handle that. Now, number two is my personal favorite. And yes, this is my unique language. I need to wash my hamster's hair type. What do I mean by that? This is the kind of man who's always has an excuse, right? I need to think about it. Let me sleep on it. I need to, you know what I mean? Walk my cat across the street, right? But he's never short of an excuse for him not being reliable. So whether he is late, he doesn't, he's not relatable, reliable, he didn't bring you what you said from the store, he didn't keep his promise. So this is a a recipe for disappointment and essentially then also frustration. Because think about it, if somebody always has an excuse They have a sense of righteousness. So you want to actually end up with an argument. They will not apologize or they turn themselves a little bit into a victim where they will apologize and be like, I had to do this and that and all the things, but there's never this personal responsibility. You see, so when somebody says, I need to wash my hamster's hair, what they're not saying is, you know what? I choose to not do that right now. They're not taking personal accountability and responsibility. It goes a little bit back to the Peter Pan syndrome, not exactly the same. And then, of course, what happens is you take on all the blame, but or you get really frustrated and you blame him, which he, of course, doesn't like because he doesn't want to take personal responsibility, okay? He doesn't want to be held accountable and he will start to act even a little bit avoidant and passive-aggressive. Again, not a great man to date and certainly not a great man to marry because you will always be on your own, right? Like, why is the dishwasher not fixed? You know, like, why are the groceries uh, still in the car? Why, you know, it's like the whole thing. And then you're going to feel so bad because you feel like you're nagging the man and you're just not going to be happy. You don't feel cherished. You don't feel supported. You don't feel desired. Never mind feeling passion, right? There's no way to feel passion if you constantly have a guy who's like, forgets things and you have to hold the Ford down. That, of course, gets extremely frustrating. So if you're attracting any of those men into your life, get my free Magnetize Your Man quiz um, at mymquiz.com. Okay, so I hope you're enjoying this so far. And then, of course, I had to put the charmer type in there, also known as the cheater type. Those are, of course, the men who constantly have women around them. They have a lot of girlfriends. You know, they have a lot of women friends. And they have a lot of photos on Instagram with women. Uh, Most of their Facebook profiles, friends, consist of women. And, you know, he just can't do anything about it. He's so charming. And then you can't be angry at him because he knows how to wrap you around his little finger and knows exactly what to say for you to feel like, okay, well, 
you know, I forgive you. And then he's gone again. And then he says his phone turn off again. And then he guards his phone when he's like with you. So of course, this is, this is the trauma type and they get away with that. So if you come across a trauma type, how you can identify that? Because you know what? I always love to ask, okay, auntie, well, that's great. Great, great thing. Okay. Those are the types, but how do I identify that? So I'm always thinking, gosh, I don't even want you to waste your time. So you can find that out on the first date because like a charmer type, there, there is something that's not attuned. You feel like those are just, there's one compliment after the other, and it feels like the sky from a romance novel, and you have a little bit this feeling, mm, the sky's a little bit too good to be true, right? Like, whoa, is he saying that to everyone? A lot of lines, right? You do always want it, never expect a miracle, I, I was already mentioning. And I was, I was dating guys like that. And in your, your intuition, like your, your sexual part, your feminine parts, your gut, you just, you just feel like, mm, something is off here. I don't know. I don't really buy it. And then of course you see that there's not the follow up, right? The charmer then also doesn't follow up. They just charm you when they're with you. But when they're not with you, they're not so charming because they're simply not there because they're cheaters. I'm not saying that every charmer is a cheater. But certainly a little bit similar to the look at me type, right? It's like they just love to have significance and to feel the attention from other women. So I'm curious to hear from you. Let me know below which types have you come across. I'd love to read all your stories. And lastly, of course, for those of you who stayed until the very end, you know, I always have a special surprise for you, which is the surprise, the possessive type. Now, this is the type, they may actually be love bombing you. They may actually do everything for you, but there's this, this controlling aspect to them. So it could be that they have, that they ask some more intrusive questions on the first date, right? Or you can sense that they're like a little bit jealous. They make a little bit of a comment when you look at the waiter in a certain way, right? Or they put their arm around you, but it's just like a little bit too controlling. He uses the word like, you're my girl and my world and my this and my that. Like, so he uses a lot about that, right? Also, the controlling possessive type can also show up for women too, by the way. They're constantly kind of like trying to isolate you away from the other person, right? Because remember, they don't want you to be friends with them because then you would give them attention. And this doesn't even have to be another man. It could be just a girlfriend, for example, right? But they're like, no, 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 no. I want you to put all your attention onto me. And of course, the reason why they do that is because they don't want to be in the unknown. So they feel when they're possessive, when they're controlling, they feel safe. Now, this is, of course going to strangle, especially the women that are just extremely have the sense of wanting to have freedom. So the most women that come to me have a sense of anxiety, but also a sense of independence. So when you encounter a possessive controlling guy, like your sense of independence is going to be extremely triggered. And it's going to be a lot of, you know, like angry outbursts, and you're going to be frustrated, there's going to be arguments. And essentially, it's not going to end up well, unless out of the sudden, you literally become the doormat, and you completely surrender and lose your sense of sovereignty, of independence, and ultimately even self-respect. 
So keep that in mind and think about that twice when you come across a possessive type. Now, if you like this video, again, like it, subscribe to it, hit the bell, and then, of course, share it with all of your girlfriends. I so appreciate it. Now, if you haven't watched my other videos, the next one I would recommend for you is five real reasons why men respond to distance in love. Ladies, this is it for today. Much love to you, and I am super excited, super stoked to see you in the next video. Take care. Bye-bye.